Hi friends, welcome to another episode of Faith Over Fear. Get started today, your destiny is calling. So I actually was not planning on doing the podcast like right now where I'm at. I'm literally in my bedroom, got started with my prayer time, and I really felt like God was just speaking to me about the next episode. Um, And I even just asked the Holy Spirit to reveal to me a scripture that I think would align with that, and he totally did. Um, So today's episode is talking about getting out of your own head, get out of your rut, your destiny is calling. So I know for a fact, we've all had our own times, whether you're in it now or you've been in it before, where we just feel stuck. Um, And it's really not fun to feel stuck. I know that in the past when I have felt stuck, I almost felt like emotionless and like literally anything I did in that moment just didn't matter. Um, Specifically, this is actually kind of crazy. Um, Last Saturday, I think, so not this past weekend, but the weekend before, um, me and my husband had a great weekend, guys, because I know I kind of mentioned and shared with you guys how amazing God has been in our lives. Like I, I truly cannot even still wrap my head around what he's doing. Um, I'm just incredibly grateful. Um, but we were going through that last weekend. We were having an amazing weekend. Me and Luke, like God was doing amazing things with the store and the business, but then we were also taking time for ourselves. And then also really just tackling things in the house that I had put on the back burner for so long. And I was like, no, like God's blessed us. We're going to invest in our house, like not ridiculously, but let's get it in order. Well, that Saturday, I literally could not even tell you what happened, but I just literally got stuck. Like, I feel like I, 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 guys, I don't even know what happened. I don't remember. Oh, you know what? So I think it was, I was working on some orders that day. Um, and basically God has really just taken my business to a whole other level. Like I'm going to share a little bit about that today. Um, just the goals that I've set and how he's just increased them by times a hundred. Um, but I remember we went out, we got stuff we needed for the house and I was like, okay, I need to take a break and work on stuff for the store. Like that's my version of a break. Um, so I was working on orders. I had a goal of certain shirts I wanted to finish that night because I'm very, like, I have a certain processing time with the surplus of orders. I was like, you know what? I really want to make sure I'm shipping people's stuff out on time. So I start working and I was just not in a good mindset, I guess, or I was tired and just little small mistakes were happening, like things that could easily be fixed. But like at that point, it was just annoying because again, like I was tired We had stuff I wanted to get done for the house. I thought it would be like quick things I could put together and that wasn't happening. So I just got mad and it just like shut me down. And I felt like the enemy was just beginning to tell me and get inside my head like it's because you're not ready because you can't handle these things because you're not as good as you think you are, Um, which I give all credit to my of my creativity to God, but still enemy lies to us. Um. And just all kinds of things. Um, And it just shut me down. So I did move on to doing stuff in the house. But it was like I couldn't even talk to Luke. He immediately saw that something was going on. Um, And I I couldn't describe it. I just felt stuck. I was in a rut because I allowed the 
basically the lies of the enemy to overwhelm me, to feel like I couldn't get these orders done in time because I was messing up. And it just, it just felt like I couldn't move on. Um, but, and if there was a weird static in between guys, the video cut up for a second, but basically that night I eventually kind of got over it. Um, I, I guess me working on the home, like eventually let me just calm down and kind of process the fact that again, I I knew the enemy was lying to me. Um, but the next day I took out my Bible, started claiming the things that God had for me. And I was like, devil, you are not going to win today. I had a bunch of stuff to do and I was going to do it. And I was going to do it with God. And I was going to let the Holy spirit help me. Okay. So we've all been there. We've all done that. We've all have found ourselves in this rut. And like I said, it's really hard to get yourself out of it. But that's because we're not supposed to get out of it on our own. We're supposed to rely on God. We're supposed to lean on him in those moments. Um, so really fast, I'm going to pull out. So again, the Bible that I have, guys, is the Christian Standard Bible. And the Holy Spirit gave me Psalms 21 this morning because I told you I literally was like, okay, I'm opening my Bible. Um, give me what you think will work um, for the podcast, what I need to read for the podcast. And he gave it to me. And that's why I just want to jump in. Um, so if I'm a little off, I apologize. Um, but it talks about the king's victory. Um, but this is Psalms 21, 7. For the king relies on the Lord. Through the faithful love of the Most High, he is not shaken. So guys, with God on our side, we cannot be shaken. With God's love in our hearts and our acknowledgement of that, his faithful love, the grace that he gives us day after day, we cannot be shaken. Like sometimes it seriously messes me up so much how I literally oh my gosh I have a story to bring up to you guys um just came to me um but we we cannot be shaken it's just amazing to me how much God literally cares for us no matter what we're feeling like we could be in a moment of doubting him and he loves us so much that he wants to help us okay so I wanted to share with you guys I wrote this down so ever since I was a kid my parents, um, so I did grow up um, in a home. I'm actually incredibly grateful because I don't know where I would be at if I wasn't born into the family that I was in. Definitely a God thing. Um, but I grew up in church. I grew up with my parents as pastors. Um, so I really did have a pretty good foundation as a child. Not everything was perfect. Some of the things behind the scenes you see as a kid, you don't realize until you like get older and you're like, oh, like that wasn't right or that was hypocrisy or um, whatever. Um, but I, I had it pretty good guys. Um, I actually got to travel a lot, you know, as a kid with my parents being pastors and I loved it. Um, but there's a prayer my dad used to say to us every single morning. I kid you not, we'd be driving to school and it was every single morning and they're actually coming out with a book that helps families apply things like this. Um, so as I get more information on that, I will also share that with you guys. But part of the prayer they would always say, and it's engraved in my mind, as you are the cream of the crop, you'll rise to the top. And everything you do, you'll do it well. And guys, I know I talked a little bit, I think, in the last podcast, just the importance of 
declarations and what you're saying over yourselves and what you're saying over your lives and that how you can claim what God has for you and cancel out the anything the enemy is trying to put over you. So I have found myself on multiple occasions, if I'm in my own head, if the devil's in my head, if I'm really struggling that day or in that moment, sometimes I will seriously just remind myself and I'll be just declare it out loud and say, God, I thank you that I am the cream of the crop. I will always rise to the top with you. And in everything I do, I will do it well by your grace and by your faithful love. How amazing is that? Um, So I wanted to share another story um, that has a little bit to do with just, again, just God's grace and God's faithful love. So prior to starting Kelsey Blair Boutique, I like I think I mentioned before I worked seven plus years of retail and guys I loved it sometimes people cringe when I say that but I'm like guys I'm a boutique owner now like <laughs> I own my own retail store so duh like I loved it um but yes like it had its moments and it was tiring and when you're in management um you there's a lot expected of you I I remember when I would have to hire like assistant managers or if I had friends applying for certain managerial positions I would remind them like listen, you have to commit to holidays. You have to commit to weekends. Um, you only get two days off a week. Your hours are long. You don't always get lunch breaks. It's the real deal. People who have not worked retail, you, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's a battle sometimes. Um, but I remember one specific time we had, I had taken off. It was like a long weekend. And again, weekends were rare to be able to get off. You had to take them off in advance. Um, that we were supposed to be going on vacation with family, but the vacation fell through. I think I found out about it like the day before, two days before, something like that. And basically me and Luke, cause he, he was also going, we were relying on the, our family going together as a unit because at the time with finances, we just couldn't afford it on our own. Like we couldn't. And so we were basically all like splitting the house and all this stuff. Um, so two days prior guys had like no vacation. Um, and I just remember the night before, because again, I really did not get a lot of weekends off. I did not get anything off and I'm not saying that my behavior was good, but I found myself in a rut to the point where I was literally bawling. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but guys, I was tired and I was bawling and I was like, Oh my gosh, like God, I just really needed this. I needed this break. And did I actually need it? you know, (laughs) I wanted it. Um, but but that's okay. Um, but I was just bawling. I was just distraught. Luke tried to talk to me and I just wouldn't, I swear I slept on my own couch that night because I just didn't want to get up. Like it had been a long time since I felt like I just took a break and I wanted one. And again, we just could not afford it on our own. Um, So I stayed in this rut an entire night. You should never fall asleep in a terrible mindset. I didn't open my Bible. I didn't start to pray. None of that. I just cried. Cried myself to sleep. Um, And then, and I feel kind of pathetic saying that. Because I knew I was being a baby. And I know that my mindset was not right. And again, I could have leaned on God in that moment. Um... And he would have given me the rest I needed all along. But it was just something I wanted. It was a physical need that I decided that I needed. Well, I had to go to work the next day. It was the last day I was working before we were supposed to go. Um, And at the time, our church, we would say these declarations as we tithed. um, Just claiming and thanking God that 
he was giving us enough to where we could get back to the kingdom and just declaring for checks in the mail, gifts and surprises, finding money and debts paid off. Because I do believe that you can speak those out um, and, and that God is faithful when you are faithful. Okay, so I remember driving to work and I was in an apartment complex. So I just had a feeling we like only ever really got junk mail when we got mail. You don't really get the important mail like until you get a little older and even then like I feel like it's mostly packages nowadays um but I just had a feeling I'm like I'm gonna go check the mail I'm gonna go see I just have a feeling I need to check the mail um so I do and all of a sudden I just see this weird like (laughs) I don't know if you guys know but do you ever get that those like letters or those envelopes where they look like there could be a check in there or like 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 the mail you don't want to throw away like you don't know who it's from necessarily but it kind of looks important so you get excited and you need to open it it was one of those kind of moments um so I opened it and we got a check from our last apartment um where they basically sent us the deposit back and it was more than enough money for me and Luke to be able to go on vacation and I remember in that moment I just like was kind of in shock but also like my heart lifted it was amazing and I called Luke right away I was like all right you've got to like God has sent us this check it was and I know it sounds like like apartment complexes are supposed to do that but this was like two maybe three months like into my newest apartment so basically I shouldn't have received that check like I don't like I literally assumed I wasn't getting the deposit from the last apartment because it had been so long and a lot of times apartment complexes try to get out of giving it to you and all this stuff. Um, so I call him right away. I'm like, listen, we have this check now. I need you to book a vacation. We're going on vacation. And he was like, what? And I was like, no, like I have, we, God gave us this check in the mail. I don't know. I don't know why, but we're going on vacation. So literally turned into him looking up, finding probably one of the nicest places we had stayed at at the time for Myrtle Beach and, um, cause we love Myrtle Beach, like, as a family um and we had the time of our lives on that vacation but looking back now I think I even remember I shared that as a testimony because all along God truly did care that I needed that break that I wanted that break and even though it was a physical need not a not even a spiritual need a physical need of the world he was he he gave it to me and he supplied that need the need that I decided was a need um and I look back now and I remember sharing that as a testimony with someone. And I was like, I know it's re- kind of ridiculous. Like, it, it, like, why would God care so much about a vacation? Like, I, why would I actually need that? But I remember the person telling me, like, they said, because God does care about that. He cares about your heart. He understood why I was upset. My actions were not right. I should not have shut down if I probably would have leaned in and started praying in that moment instead of throwing a tantrum, I would have found that check a lot faster. Like, could you imagine if the next day, instead of kind of being more at peace, because I was, and I'm, I'm sure I did a prayer or something that morning, but I was definitely more at peace the next day. But if I wasn't, I probably would have completely missed the Holy Spirit even revealing to me, like giving me that, like, you know, that feeling like you need to go check your mail. And we didn't, like I said, we did not check our mail every day because we just didn't get mail like that every day. 
So could you imagine if it came like Saturday or like two days into the supposed trip we're supposed to be on and then I found the check and because I stayed in that rut and I stayed in that mindset, we would have never gone. We would have missed that opportunity, that that blessing that God did have for me because of how I handled it and because of how I stayed stuck. Let that just resonate for a moment because even now looking back, I really have not thought about like, oh my gosh, like I could have missed out on the opportunity because of the way I handled the situation. The blessing that God had for me, I could have missed it because I could have stayed stuck. And I'm so thankful I didn't because like I said, we it was a blast. We had so much fun. Um, so <laughs> hang on, we're going to move on. We're going to move on. Um, but with God on our side, we will not be shaken. Okay. Next, I want to read to you. Um, so when we're in a rut, it's most definitely a battle with our inner self. It's definitely lies from the enemy. Um, all of that kind of stuff. So towards the end of this, it basically talks about, um, our enemies, uh, Psalms 21, 11, Though they intend to harm you and devise a wicked plan, they will not prevail. Not with God on our side. Instead, you will put them to flight when you ready your bowstrings to shoot at them. Be exalted, Lord, in your strength. We will sing and praise your might. Because I remember last week we talked about how we are stronger than we think. God has given us the capability to do the things that he has called us to do. Even if we're not strong enough in that present moment and it's it's something we have to grow in, he has still given us those capabilities. But we are not called to do things in our own strength. Be exalted, Lord, in your strength, in God's strength. We will sing and praise his might, what he can do, how he can help us. Isn't that an amazing reminder? Like, when we're in our rut, when we get in the rut, when we get stuck, wouldn't it be amazing if instead of staying like that or shutting down, our immediate thought was, all right, God, with you on our side, we will not be shaken. Lord, in your strength, not by my strength, but in your strength, you will um, you will save me. You will save the where I'm at right now and I will sing and praise your might and I'm already thanking you God for getting me out of that rut because I will not stay here what if that was your mindset guys instead of just feeling stuck for an hour a couple hours a couple days because I can tell you right now it is not fun to feel stuck it is not fun to feel emotionless or to feel Like when something like, because what this makes me think of guys is even with the blessings of God constantly, we are, we still live of this world. We're still in this world, this world full of sin. And sometimes things happen. Sometimes we're supposed to learn from things. Sometimes we're supposed to grow through things. So if we can't strengthen ourselves enough, if we can't lean on God in those moments, we will never grow from it. We will never get past it. Guys, you've got to grow your spiritual self. You've got to mature. You've got to grow in your relationship with God to be able to face these battles. And he's already won them for you, but you got to let him. (laughs) You got to let him. Okay. So 
I'm, I mean, I'm actually almost done. I'm going to share a few things that I'm going to, that you guys can do that I have done. And I feel like God has revealed to me today to share with you on how to get out of your rut. Okay. Um, let me see if I miss anything. Um, okay. I'm going to get back into that scripture a little bit, but we're going to start with this first. Um, so the first thing that I learned not even learned, like I've known this, but I did it a few weeks ago. Um, so basically the store, I think I mentioned last time that it had, God has made it so consistent. He made it to where I could quit the nannying part-time and just pursue this full-time. And it's been amazing. But I kind of got to the point where I was like, okay, God, like I want to get out of this consistency. I need to see this brand grow. And I was trying to meet this goal after goal after goal. And it just was not happening. It was like the perfect goal for me to basically after cost be able to have an income that works for me. And then once I reached that, I was like, okay, then I want to reach this. All right. So it just wasn't happening. But I also look back and even during those times, I remember I was like so scared of money. Like I was scared to look at our bank account and we could have had more than enough. Luke is also blessed with a very good job, but we could have had more than enough. And I was still scared to look at our finances. And then when I knew we kind of had enough and we would like treat ourselves or go out or whatever, I would then feel guilty. I would feel guilty for those purchases and I want to return everything right away. And it's not because I felt like I made poor decisions. I was just scared of money. I was like, I like now guys, I literally pray for financial wisdom. I don't worry about our finances. I give it all to God. I claim what I know he has for us. And I, I just, I stop worrying about money. Um, because I, I don't need to worry. God's my provider. He'll give me what I need and what I need to survive, right? Um, so I kept doing that. And then I listened to, and then all of a sudden, even the consistency in the store slowed down. I think it was getting towards, I basically broke down, I'm a planner at heart. <laughs> so I basically broke down what I needed to make daily to make these goals. And I was, this goal for the month and I was tracking it. So obviously if I was behind one day to see if I caught up another day and then I would reevaluate what I would need to make daily. So I was straight behind, like so behind. And there was a part of me that was like, okay, I'm not going to worry about it. But then there was a part of me as it got closer and the days moved closer. I was like, God, like, what is this? I'm so over it. Like, thank you so much for being consistent, but where's the growth? Where's the that goal I've been looking at, I'm doing all the right things, I feel like, which I wasn't because my mind, my mindset was not right. Like I told you, I was scared of money. Um, so anyways, he, I saw this girl, Sadie Robertson, which a lot of you guys have probably heard her or know who she is, um, on TikTok. And she just talked about how she kind of was in a rut about a couple of things and struggling with a couple of things and scared of a couple of things. And in a weird mindset almost all summer, like she was just constantly overwhelmed. And she finally just heard the Holy Spirit tell her one day, like, surrender it all to God. Just surrender it. And so I thought about it and I was like, have I surrendered my worries to God? Have I sur- fully surrendered my business? Have I fully surrendered my life? Have I fully surrendered our finances? 
So I literally sat there that morning in my prayer and I just gave it all to God. I said, I'm not going to worry about any of these things anymore, God, that Lord, that you are my provider, that you are my conqueror, that you have the strength to get me through anything. So I give it all to you. I surrender it all to you. And literally it was either that day or the next day among a few other things because God's taken me through this really cool season and even just learning about discipline. Um, literally guys, my sales just started going crazy, started going bonkers. And it's been like that and it's stayed like that. And there was even after like the craziness, like it, like, cause Luke even said like, Oh, you probably need a break from all these orders because it's been crazy. And I remember thinking like, yeah, but like, I still, you know, I want this to be constant. I want this to be a new thing, but I still found myself. I'm like, I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to worry. Remember, this is God's business. God's my CEO. And it started up again. And it's been like that. So guys, if you have been in a rut or you're finding yourself in a rut or when you get in a rut, have you surrendered it all to God yet? Have you given it all to him? Have you laid all your worries on him? Have you allowed him to take those burdens off of you? Because I encourage you to do that. You guys, again, you cannot do it in your own strength. You need God. So surrender it all to him, okay? And then the next thing that I like to do, especially if I'm in a rut, if I'm acknowledging that it's the enemy or whatever's going on, um, I start to claim and thank God for what he has for me. So one thing I like to do every morning that I I wasn't doing as constantly, I was claiming them out loud, but I've also started to write them down. As I start to write down all of my dreams and I claim them and I thank God for them. And I have such a cool testimony from this, guys. Okay, so with the amazing, just what he's done for my business, that goal I talked about a couple seconds ago, he met it, it, it over, over like <laughs> it t- way above that. Okay. And that like, I, this was a goal I was trying to meet for three months and he surpassed it in a couple of days from where I was at because I began to claim it. I began to speak it out loud and I began to thank God for it. And again, I surrendered it all to him. Okay. And then I started writing them down again because Terry Savelle Foy, who I listen to, like I said, all the time, and I read her book, she re-mentioned how she write down, she writes down, I think, 10 goals that she wants to meet for the year, and she doesn't look back. So basically, you want to you want to write down your goal, you want to give it a due date, because you, you want realistic goals, but you also want to dream big. So you dream big, but you put a realistic time frame, but also God-sized dreams, so you got to kind of mix it up again. I definitely suggest creating your dreams in prayer. Um and that as each day goes on, like do it consistently for 30 days and see if you remember all 10 of those dreams and keep writing them down. And the ones that you do remember are the ones that are the most important, um, but you're just consistent. So you write them down and then you claim them. You act as if they already happened. So for instance, with me and my goal, I said, I thank you, God, that by, I think it was, it's this month, August, by August 31st, 2021, I made this goal of blah, blah, blah. And I did. Okay. And then, you know, the store is still doing good. Sales were increasing and I wasn't going to make a new goal. Cause I was like, Oh, I already made this goal. But then I was like, well, I think it was like last week or the week before that. I was like, well, 
I think I am going to make a new goal. So I start to write down my dreams and I caught myself because when I wrote it down, I gave the date that I would meet this new much higher goal by September, like it would start to happen by the end of September 2021. So I start to say all my you know, dreams and goals out loud. And I caught it and I was like, wait a minute, we're still in August. I can still meet this goal. And I thought for a second and I was like, okay, all right, we're going to meet this goal. We're going to do this. So I changed the date and I proclaim out loud, thank you God that by August 31st, 2021, I made this goal of so-and-so. And The reason why, like, it was definitely doable, I mean, with God, 1,000%, but it was also a thing of where it was still so much higher than the last goal, and I still had a good ways to go, even in that present, and the month is almost over, so I was seriously taking an act of faith, because I'm like, this is literally only realistic spiritually through God, and when I tell you guys, I have already surpassed that goal significantly, and we're not even at the end of the month, (laughs) That's God. That is God. Okay? Craziness. So start writing down your dreams. Write down your goals. Start proclaiming them out loud as if they had already happened by the time that you want them to happen. But also be realistic um, because God can and will do it for you. Because even at that moment, I could have easily said, okay, that's not realistic. God's already done amazing things this month through this, but that's just way too high. More than likely, I probably would not have made that goal, okay? Then I want you to cancel out any of the just negative things in the moment that you're thinking them, but even after you claim those things. So one thing that I do is as I'm claiming my dreams out loud, um, I, I cancel out plans of the enemy. So I'm like, so I claim this. I thank you, God, for this. I thank you that by this time, this. And then I end with like a prayer and part of that prayer is in I cancel out any plans of the enemy he has no control over my businesses over my finances over my mind over my family over my relationships nothing and I had to state that out loud because not only am I claiming that as well but it is a reminder to myself okay that the enemy has no control God is in control and he is the one that I rely on he is the one that is partnering with me and running this thing Okay, and I promise I'm almost done. And the last thing that I want you to do is I read this in a book uh, last month. I don't even remember what book it was. Ah, Okay, but I just remembered it. So it it clearly stuck out to me. But ask God to, to strengthen your inner self. Okay. So a lot of times we focus on and we pray for the physical. We pray for the things that we see, right? We pray for the promotion. We pray for the financial increase. We pray for the new home. We pray for the relationships, the doors to open. And those are all good things. That's okay. But we forget that anytime we get in a rut, that it's internal most of the time, right? When we feel start to feel stuck, it's internal, So shouldn't we be praying for God to strengthen our inner self, the part of us that gets in the rut? Because even if it's physical things that try to get in our way, it's still the way that we respond and react to it that get us stuck. Okay? 
So ask God to strengthen your inner self. I will, I do that. Um, I don't always phrase it that way, but for a while I needed to, I literally said it specifically like that. And then I just, you know, asked for God's discernment for his wisdom and decision-making. I told you, I asked, I started asking for wisdom in my finances. I didn't, I told him I wasn't going to worry about my finances. Thank you that he gives me more than enough, but I asked for financial wisdom and wisdom and making good investments for my business and for my, 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 me and Luke in our, um, our finances combined. Um, I asked for clarity when I needed, I asked for his strength. Okay. So ask God to strengthen your inner self. So guys, I am going to wrap this up because I think I'm talking a little bit longer than I did last time, but just another, um, reminder this is also part of Psalms 21. So again, it's talking about the king's victory. So even when I read this, I was kind of confused because I'm like, oh, Jesus is king. Are they talking about Jesus and Lord and God? Or what are they talking about? So they're talking about, I think, I think <laughs> uh, it says a Psalm of David. So King David, okay? I'm, I'm still working on my biblical literacy. But it says you have given, so it ta- it's, it's speaking to the Lord. So it had started, Lord, the king finds joy in your strength, how greatly he rejoices in your victory. Okay. You have given him his heart's desire and have not denied the request of his lips. That God wants what's best for us, right? And what is that verse? Ask and it shall be given to you. Pressed down, shaken together and running over. So friends, when you get in this rut, when you start to feel stuck, I encourage you to get with God, surrender it all to him, claim what he has for you, okay? Claim it because it's already yours. God has a perfect plan for each and every one of us. It's just our job to step out in faith. We talked about that last week, okay? Cancel out any plans of the enemy because he has no control. And ask God to strengthen your inner self. And through that, you will grow spiritually. Ask for God to help you grow spiritually, to grow in him. Start taking more time each day to spend time with him. And I promise you will grow stronger. You will grow stronger in your faith. You will not stay in these ruts. You will not get in them. Hopefully, I pray that for you. Because with God on our side, we will not be shaken. All right, guys. Well, that's the end of this podcast today. I pray that you get out there, that you don't let fear hold you down, that you don't stay in a rut when it happens, and that you lean on God and his strength when you do begin to feel stuck. Okay? I hope that these practices help you guys. And this is Kelsey with Faith Over Fear. Get started today. Your destiny is calling. Get out of your rut. Your destiny is calling.